2008, something unbelievable happened for us in the FBI. We were getting lots of rumors about this high-level asset that worked for several intelligence agencies at the same time. He worked for the Saudi intelligence service. He worked for the CIA, and he was being developed as a political asset in Chicago, Illinois. He was not even a United States citizen, but it was said that he was a student visa and that he was a, a national from another country. In 2008, everyone in the intelligence structure found out who he was. It was this individual who became president in 2008 of the United States. When they ran him for president, the cabal, basically, this was the culmination of so many of their plans for so many years. His mission was to destroy the United States from within, one institution at a time. They spied on my campaign. Well, there's no e real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't they verify. They won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. GCHQ um, has uh, probably the most invasive <laughs> uh, network intercept program anywhere in the world and it's the world's first full take they call it and that means content in addition to metadata on everything top secret 2016 united kingdom government communications headquarters document signed off by gchq director robert hennigan under the umbrella of new world order loon boris johnson details an operation known as project Fulsome. Boldly stating, 1, 28th of August, 2016, GCHQ CSO filed for permission to execute Project Fulsome at the request of the U.S. President, Barack Obama, seeking intelligence gathering into the Trump Organization and Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. Activities include foreign and U.S domestic signals collection in regards to communications with Russian hostile actors. Two, IOCCO approved Fulsome on 15th of September 2016, allowing 90 days of initial signet gathering with the potential for renewal should the situation allow. Three, since Fulsome's start, a clear pattern of actionable leads have accrued, both from the Trump campaign itself from former MI5 agent Michael Steele and from others. Four, U.S. National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice has requested that we continue our surveillance during the transition period as internal U.S. intelligence is potentially compromised by the incoming Trump administration. The verification of the document is still in question. However, General Flynn has referenced the document several times for years. The U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election. The U.K.'s government communication headquarters, which is an intelligence gathering apparatus, also known as GCHQ, was making contacts with Trump's associates as early as March of 2016, according to the report. A GCHQ spokesman denied the report, calling it nonsense. The journalists say that intelligence related to the surveillance effort is housed in a 10-inch binder, 
which Trump, near the end of his presidency, ordered to be declassified. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the German investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be, if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover-up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Barack Obama, hell-bent on maintaining his executive power in league with global intelligence agencies, conspired to commit treason on a scale that makes Watergate look like a caveman having a picnic. John Bound reporting. While other networks lie to you about All right, folks, that's an important report on what's currently coming out with this document, but it, it, they all bragged that they were doing this before. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore. Dot com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Waging war on corruption. All right, you are go. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. It's Sunday, February 18th, 2024. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and we are live broadcasting worldwide. 260 days, 7 hours, 53 minutes, 34 seconds out. The most important election in world history. A referendum against globalism. All right. People are really waking up now. I see it on the street. I see it at the gym. I see it at church, the grocery store. I went to a little local gym today, and it's a pretty good-sized gym. There were only like three people in it, all men. And two of the three, separately, they were all there working out alone. Two of the three, while I was there for an hour, came over to me and said, what was done to you in the courts was wrong, and we all know the corrupts are completely controlled and what are you going to do? And I said, what are you going to do? Think about that. I, I'm at a gym for an hour. There's only three other men in there, and two of them are listeners. One Hispanic, one white. And, and my point is that's what I'm getting every time I go to the grocery store. Every time I go out to eat. Yesterday for lunch, I took my middle and youngest daughter out to eat. And we went to a very popular family-owned Italian place. 
And I've been there many times, never had the owner come out and bring me a piece of chocolate cake and my daughter's ice cream and say, we're, or we're all rooting for you. We know what's happened to you is wrong and we know they're coming for us next. And that's an old Italian family that's had restaurants in Houston and Austin for 70 years. And, and I don't start the show to say, Oh, look, I'm popular. I'm cool. Most of you aren't public figures, which is great. You have your privacy. I am a public figure, so I'm like a metric or a gauge, a sensor. And in a year and a half, I've been confronted on the street twice. And I've shook thousands of hands, brown hands and white hands and brown hands, black hands. I mean, just everybody. So the globalists have screwed the pooch. And people know what they're doing. And these weaponized court cases against Trump, a whole bunch of them don't even have juries. And you say, how do they do that? Well, it, it, tonight I want to explain this to people. And look, I know most of you already know about this, but unless you've been on the inside of it being eaten, inside the belly of it, you, you really don't get that perspective. So attorney and popular talk show host will be joining us, Viva Fry, coming up at the bottom of the hour to talk about the New York Ingeron fiasco just a few weeks ago, the second defamation trial for Trump saying he was innocent. State law, federal law, all state, you can say you're innocent. It's not defamation. But they don't care. And I want to explain how this works. Because George Soros is a CIA operative. That's what he is. He's the front man for it didn't just take over several thousand cities and counties where they have the judges and they have the district attorneys and the county attorneys in their pockets, and now many of the police chiefs. They have these junkets that are on record where they pay for the hotels and, and airline tickets to the Caribbean and to the Mediterranean and to Europe and to Canada and to beautiful places in Florida, golf courses, you name it. We're talking five-star hotels, four seasons, uh, the Ritz. And they get lavish steak dinners, everything paid for. And they go to these week-long conferences that are put on by George Soros organization and sub-organizations. So you'll see like seven or eight of these groups, and you'll see – Fannie Willis going to three of them a year. And when you look at the groups, all three are either purely Soros or partially Soros, and they teach them how to engage in criminal activity. So they're organized crime racketeering mafia meetings of the lawyers. So they've put in a lot of the judges. They've had them appointed or in areas where you run for office like Texas, they've had them run. And... They, they've got the lawyers, they've got the judges, they've got the PR firms, so they give them a packet. They say, we're, we're, we're this is how it works with lawyers. They say, we're going to sue Alex Jones, we're going to sue Trump. And they, this has come out from whistleblowers, and then, then they're given a packet. This is what you say, this is what you file, this is how you do it. And the judge is going to default Trump, they're going to default Giuliani, they're going to default Jones, and say that you don't get a trial. The judge will then find you guilty. And then we'll have a show trial because the public still expects one on quote damages. Now, when that worked on me and a bunch of other people in the last five years, they've now said, screw that. We're just going to have judges 
say you don't get a jury trial and then say you're guilty on day one of the trial and then have a, their own trial where you don't get closing statements, you don't get to put forward your evidence, you don't get to say you're innocent. Remember what came out a few weeks ago in closing arguments? Trump got so mad and walked out, and the judge gave them a list in, in both the um, so-called groping rape case that never was, in my opinion, with no evidence, <laughs> and in the real estate fraud case, where on Friday the judge said, yeah, I find you guilty, 400 million bucks. 380 million plus 20-something million, so it's over 400 million. And you got to pay it in a month, by the way. Oh, where's the appeal? They say, well, you don't get those now. Like, what? Doesn't matter what the law says, they do whatever they want, because folks, they own now almost all of the appeals courts and, and the the Supreme Courts of the states, and they are clearly blackmailing the Supreme Court justices, both Democrat and Republican, because all of them have taken trips and special favors and things that are kind of gray, but if it's a Republican, they're going to fry them. So that's a big shot across the bow of them coming after Clarence Thomas for flying with friends and rich people, you know, a few trips a year. That's, on a scale of corruption, that's like a, Let's say the scale's a one to a hundred. Clarence Thomas is about a two. I mean, he did what was legal, but still they can misrepresent it. So he's about a two. And the Democrat judges are a 150 on a scale of 100. I mean, they're like breaking the needle off the chart. It's like if a car has a RPM gauge and it says 8,000 RPMs. Well, I mean, people like this judge, Ingeron, are at 20,000 RPMs of corruption. I mean, it, it, it's cartoon level. So you wonder why the deep state's so arrogant. They don't just have the CIA and, and, and the, the, the different agencies illegally working against the American people. They have the courts almost completely taken over and weaponized because even the judges that aren't in the payroll, federal or state, they're scared because the feds and other groups will come after them for a crooked toenail if they don't do exactly what they're told. So they tell the judges, hey, you can date the uh, head of a law firm that you're finding cases for in the bankruptcy court uh, in, in the Southern District here in, here in, here in Texas. That, you know, that's come out. And, and, and then as soon as the judge doesn't do exactly what special interests want, they bring it out. So what you got is a bunch of lawyers, a bunch of followers, who will do whatever they're told. That And that's the baseline. Then you've got the people and the prosecutors like Letitia James, the, the attorney general in New York, and uh, Judge Ingeron in New York, and the other judge in New York on both of the, quote, Trump defamation trials for saying, I never met that woman. There's no witnesses. You can't even say what month that happened. 25 years ago. That's ridiculous. Boom. $5 million. Says he's innocent again. 80 plus million dollars. That judge covered up, look it up. All of the Epstein cases were given to him. So they've put their people in place. And you have to understand that. And so it's basically the CIA, but they do it through think tanks. They come. And they've got people that go to these meetings months out of the year at these lavish hotels, lavish uh, resorts. 
They come to them and they say, okay, uh, here is your packet of information, and, and here's what we're telling you you need to do, and will, you, will the media will be on your side, everything will be controlled, um, and we've already got the uh, Supreme Court and the state ready to go. So you're going to be fully backed, but here's what you do. And then they do it. So we're talking about the scum of the earth, okay? But they wear the little black robes, and they get up there, and that's why so famously in Austin, Texas, and in Connecticut, they're like, you called the judge a tyrant. Yes, I did. Well, what, you call other people tyrants. Yes, only when they act like it. I, I mean, this is all 101, and they've got this facade up. I'm in a robe. Everyone pulls my chair out. Everyone kisses my ass. And they're just a corrupt lawyer who's already committed so many acts for the system that any time they want, they can have the FBI come after them or arrest them. So the baseline is a bunch of cowards that will follow orders. But now you're seeing the thoroughbreds of trash, the Fannie Willis's and the Lewis Kaplan's and all, all, all the rest of them, the prosecutors, the judges, who think you're so stupid that Trump doesn't even get a jury on a case with $400 million. Again, almost all these billionaires don't have a $100 million laying around. Oh, they'll say they're worth $5 million, $10 million like Trump, but that's all what his real estate's, quote, worth if he sold it all, but it's all leveraged. Almost all of that is, is, is I mean, if, if, if Elon Musk tried to pull together $10 million in cash, he'd have a lot of trouble doing it. Because it's all invested. It's all tied into infrastructure. So Trump, doesn't have that money laying around. He's already spent hundreds and hundreds of millions defending himself the last few years from these thousands of lawsuits. And they're just moving forward against him. And as Trump has said a hundred times, and I'll say it again, they're not trying to get me or Trump. They're trying to get through us to get to you. So people always ask me, how are you handling all these attacks? How are you handling how everything's rigged? And I look at you and I say, do you understand that they're cutting off our energy? They're cutting off our fertilizer. They're imploding our borders. They're destroying our currency. They're bringing this country down. So I mourn that and I worry about that and am very concerned and very sad about that. But I realize I'm going down on the Titanic with all of you and, and, I'm not saying this audience is like this, but for the general public, it is the inherent laziness and inherent selfishness and and the belief that people are islands under themselves and are very insular that you try to warn somebody about something, you try to tell them about something, the general public, they think you're a freaking weirdo, okay? I mean, here's an example I've seen thousands of times or more. You'll talk about, hey, uh, the globalists are gutting this company and it's going to crash the stock. I don't own stock in that. Why do I care? Because it affects everything else. Or I don't care if they're shutting down Dutch farmers or Sri Lankan farmers. I'm not one of them. As if it's a moral superiority that you don't care. 
the globalists are going to do it to you, and it has ripple effects. The same globalists ran the same policies worldwide of lockdowns and poison injections. It, it, it's a planetary attack. Hypothetically, as an analogy, if a big alien spaceship showed up 500,000 miles above the Earth and launched a 1,000 missiles at, 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 say, South Africa randomly or Mexico City, you'd be like, oh, they just blew up Mexico City. Why do I care? Aliens just attacked. No, you'd go, whoa, that they just blew up Mexico City or they just blew up Durban, South Africa, or they just blew up Paris, France, or New York City, they're coming for me next. That's called empathy. And we have empathy not because we're wimps, people. It's because when you see something terrible happening to somebody, you instinctively know that could be you next. So it's been said many times, and I'll say it again, that we've seen the meme. Hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. And when you look at Fannie Willis and her dad up there about the racism and the persecution against black people and all this, they're hiding behind that. They don't care about the persecution of black people. They're crooks going after a popular president that tried to fix the country and bring us better jobs and lower prices and who the establishment's after. They're waging war against the voters' right to vote for who they want, trying to put him in jail for decades. And then she gets up there and says, I'm not going to answer questions about my boyfriend that I legally gave $700,000 to, who he laundered the money back to me, because you're not going to emasculate a black man. And, 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 and CNN and AP ran the headline. Black leaders see an attack on them and an attack on Fannie Willis. What the hell does that have to do with it? But that's why Soros puts black women in charge of most of these prosecutions, thinking they can then hide behind it. I don't look at that and say, look at this black woman. I say, look at this evil crook. Just like when I look at uh, Ingeron, I don't say, look at an old white guy. I say, look at that disgusting crook. The judge that covered up the Epstein trial that ran the trials against Trump. I think, look at that old white man. I, I don't think old white men are bad. I just look at, that's another crook. So the crooks think they're above the law. And here's an example, okay? Travis County, they have elected judges. And I've had all sorts of court cases in there, and they used to have old-fashioned judges. Most of them were women, and they would sit there and go over the facts and be incredibly fair. And the word came in about five years ago, none of you are getting financed for running for office, and they all retired. Every judge retired in the last three years. And now every judge, 34 of them, every judge in Travis County, Austin, Texas, is a woman. And every one of them has pledged allegiance to Soros and is financed by the Democratic Party. And they have no pretense of justice. They think it's funny. And even the mainline Democrat lawyers are freaking out because I talk to them and they say, man, it's a circus. They don't even read filings. They don't look at cases. They just hackle and laugh and, and just because, folks... It's a formula. And you go to the judges' Facebooks, and it's them with Antifa outfits on. 
saying, we're going to get Trump, we're going to get the white men, and it's mainly white women. You understand, it's a cult, folks. They went to law school, they got recruited into these groups, they got sent to junkets in law school so they could, so Soros's people in the CIA could kind of handle the fruit, you know, handle the stuff in the in, in, in the vegetable department. They are vegetables, culturally, mentally, spiritually. And then who are they going to basically finance and put in? And now it's full-on war. All right? Absolute full-on war. Let me tell you something. If they had the laws on the books to execute you for saying the sky was blue or, or denying man-made global warming, I guarantee you these judges would order you executed in a New York second. There's nothing they won't do. So when you look at the judges, male and female, going after Trump, and you go, man, they just look like demons, and they laugh, and they cackle, and there's no juries, and how do you do that? You've got to understand, people. It's like the Nazi party getting in in Germany. And just once Hitler got his people in all the positions, or once the communists take over a country, and once they put the people in the positions, it's 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 over. And they're going to take everything you've got. They're going to take your children and cut their genitals off. It's happening everywhere. They're going to devalue your currency. They're going to, they're going to defund the police and then hire private security on taxpayer money for them because they are literally the scum of the earth, stupid, low IQ, chosen as the weapon, the knife to be drawn across the neck of this country. I've been in court cases and things and you name it since I was young. And whether it was Dallas or wherever it was or around, or the judges were deliberative and did a good job. I had Democrat judges, three different ones, give me custody of my children because they did the research and, and did, and, and had assessments done and had me jump through a bunch of hoops. And they said, well, we don't like your politics, but you're, you're, you're the guy to keep your kids. Ladies and gentlemen, not these new judges. You have to understand, these people, these people do not care about anything. They have no, no morals, no nothing. They will do anything. They have been hired because they're stupid and they're arrogant and they're corrupt and they will follow any order they're given. They're not judges. They're not district attorneys. They're not attorney generals. They are globalist, New World Order operatives who follow direct orders from Brennan and Soros and Obama and the globalists, and they go to the mafia meetings, and they get given their marching orders, and then suddenly they become fabulously rich, and their bank accounts fill up with money, and you say, how can they do it? Because... Merritt Garland is one of them. And Merritt Garland for decades, since he didn't get the Supreme Court job, has helped organize these events for Soros around the country and around the world where they created the army of crooks. They've had, on average, over a 100 meetings with these DAs, with these attorney generals. They have had meal after meal. They have sat around and laughed about their criminal takeover. This is their takeover. This is their assault. 
and the few pockets of the judiciary that still do their jobs are being hunted. Soros didn't spend millions of dollars of CIA taxpayer money he was given to just open the borders and flood the country. Soros has spent billions, and he's just one of the big ones. There's a bunch of groups to literally create this where people shoot up federal courthouses, firebomb it, shoot people driving in pickup trucks because they're white, and they let them out of jail the next day, and the vice president bailed them out when she was the candidate. People that shot federal courthouses were bailed out by the vice president. They're revolutionaries. You understand that? They are evil criminals. And they're coming for you and your family. Viva Fry's coming up to talk about it with us straight ahead. And I got so much other big news on the ZZX and more. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes and has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But, uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I, I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top-notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top-notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Jones Show, because there is a war on for your mind. All right, I'm going to cover judicial tyranny for another 30 minutes with our special guest, attorney, popular talk show host, Viva Fry. And then I'm going to get into the UN saying, if you don't give us the world pandemic tree to run your life and your body, the, 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 uh, disease X is imminent, it's going to kill you. And then I've got all this other huge news 80% of Americans test positive for chemical that sterilizes you and bends your genders. It's in Quaker Oats, Cheerios, and hundreds of other products. Told you this a long time ago. It's being done by design. They know exactly what they're doing. So they're banning carbon dioxide that plants breathe, but allowing chemicals that literally bend the genders of every animal from ants to honeybees to mammals to amphibians to Birds, any ornithologist can tell you this. We're going to be going over that next hour. Also, I, I posted a video of slavery going on in um, Central Africa, and it got like 5 million views today. Put it up last night. And I saw some people saying slavery isn't happening in Africa. So I got a bunch of clips and news articles admitting that there are millions in slavery, over 10 million estimated in Africa right now. I know that doesn't fit the narrative that America is the home of slavery, uh, but I thought I would actually explain some of that coming up next hour as well. We've got so much to cover. It's also all come out that Obama indeed was using intelligence agencies to spy and go after Trump. We already knew that. They already bragged about it. Brennan had press conferences admitting it. Chucky Schumer went on TV and said the intelligence agencies are going to come after this guy. Mud, that the CIA said we're going to kill this guy. So that's all coming up next hour, but I want to get Viva Fry on from vivabarnslaw.locals.com on X, the Viva Fry, 
because he's been doing an excellent job and he's been going into great depth on it. Okay. Explaining how this is so tyrannical and the weaponization of the judiciary. I just spent 30 minutes before he came on explaining how big think tanks and organizations that Soros and others run and the Justice Department and, 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 uh, Merrick Garland and others have been part of bring these lawyers to these junkets and then, and then sign them up, then run them for office or get them installed. And, and then that's the same weaponization everywhere. So just a year and a half ago, everybody saw me defaulted in cases in weaponized jurisdictions of Connecticut and Austin, Texas. And Austin's as bad as DC or New York now. People say, why do I live here? That's where I'm from, but I am going to move from here soon. I must leave this jurisdiction. It's like living right next to the Tower of Mordor under Sauron. But at least there, they had a show trial on damages to confuse the public. With Trump now, they're not even doing that and dispensing with juries. And or they have the famous Epstein judge that covered things up, saying you're not allowed to say you're innocent, not allowed to defend yourself. So Trump gets held liable for $5 million for saying he's innocent. The new trial, $80 million. So I wanted to explain from a Canadian lawyer's perspective, but it's basically all the same, how big this is, because this is why the system's so confident. They don't just have the intelligence agencies, the Justice Department. All their minions now, like Fannie Willis, can openly money launder, do all of this. It all comes out they've lied and committed all these crimes, but they're above the law. So what then historically comes out of that? So in the limited time we have, Viva, just recap some of these latest cases. I see it causing a mass awakening. I get mobbed now at the gym or the grocery store or church. People are bringing this to me. They're really upset. Everywhere I go, people are bringing this up, just the general public. So people are finally getting that, wow, uh, in many jurisdictions, uh, the courts are as phony as a $3 bill. But, but, but I'd like you to quantify this and then, then talk about where you think this is going and how you think we should counter it. Quantify it. Uh, $450 million for Trump uh, in New York because there's $98 million in prejudgment interest that Justice Engeron or Judge Engeron uh, slapped on to the $355 million. It's impossible to quantify. It's absurdly in your face. The only question is going to be whether or not the higher courts, Court of Appeals, Supreme Court, are going to step in and rein in the insanity. Like, I, I think I must have mentioned it the last. You wonder how tens of millions of people starved under Stalinism, under communism, under socialism. You're seeing it right now. I, I, I hyperbolically, you know, call New York uh, a communist state, California, California. You got Canada, which we call commie Canada. This is basically government entities usurping private assets through crook or hook, whichever way you want to go about it. You get this judge, Engeron, Leticia James, uh, who, who campaigned off uh, prosecuting a private citizen, a specific citizen, campaigned off of it, gets the Soros money and gets in there and then does it. And you get an Engeron type corrupt judge, judicially corrupt, who says, yeah, I've got the tools to make this happen. Summary judgment fraud on the Mar-a-Lago property. And now you have a six week show trial because guilt is already uh, established by way of summary judgment. And it was only a question of how much. And the judge came out with something that's just, you know, it, it's left the likes of Michael Cohen you know, licking their lips, it's so juicy. And it's left anybody with half a brain flabbergasted that you have the government basically saying, we're going to try to put private enterprise out of business. Forget that, you know, there's thousands of people who work for Trump, the Trump, the Trump or. And let's explain. The banks all said 
and tried to testify, but the judge wouldn't let him, and Trump couldn't even do closing arguments. He was given a whole list of things he couldn't say in all these show trials. It's a judge, not a jury, but Trump can't even say he's innocent. But the bank said no. All of Trump's investments paid off. All the properties actually went up in value more than he projected. Alex, it's worse than that. You know, and it was Ivanka who came in and started the testimony, and it was whoever the rep was from the Deutsche Bank came in and said, he didn't defraud us. We were competing for his business. He was a whale. We wanted his business. He didn't lie to us to get preferential interest rates. We were giving him preferential interest rates because we wanted his business. It paid us tens of millions of dollars. He paid us back in full, and it was good business for everybody. It's not just a victimless crime. There is no fraud here. It's fabricated out of whole cloth. And, you know, th this evidence that was adduced after guilt or liability, because it was a civil case, was already found by way of summary judgment. People are watching this saying, how the hell is this even going on? But the, the, the liability was already found. And so you just have this show trial where even there, when they're controlling the evidence that's being adduced, everybody watching it is like, this is ridiculous. This is preposterous. But remember what happened in my Texas and Connecticut show trial. People were against me at the first, and they kept saying, when does he get to talk? When do his lawyers get to talk? Many days, the judges would say, you don't get to talk. And they would just get up there and say, he came and we, he peed on the grave. No video, no witnesses. They would, he's got 400 million he got from us. Never had 5 million. I mean, they literally just made up anything they wanted to, and people saw that, so they turned off the YouTube comments. Remember that? First of all, I remember that, and those who are not yet awake sat there and said, oh, Alex Jones had a trial. And I have to sit there and explain to them that what you just saw of a trial was not a trial on the merits. That was a trial after the default verdict based on purported noncompliance with discovery obligations, all a load of crap. But people, those who are not awake, were tricked, duped into thinking they saw a trial when they didn't even. Those who were paying attention knew that this is an absolute joke from the get-go. And as they're watching this show trial on the damages only, basically what we saw in New York, they're like, how is he even found liable in the first place? Oh, in your case, default verdict. In Trump's case, a uh, summary judgment from a judge who's on record on camera saying, I've got the tools to yield the results that I want. You know, uh, I remember he talked to a group of law students, what, three years ago, and he said, I can do whatever I want. I don't, I do, I, I'm in charge. I don't have to follow the law. And, and, and that's the but, thing though. But, but, but here's the, here's what I want to ask you. Cause you're a big popular talk show. You get a lot of feedback. I'm seeing people finally get this. It usually takes time, but people are finally, people couldn't really wrap their mind around. Why does his lawyers talk? Why doesn't he ever get to defend? People still thought we were in a free country, but, but, but I think now the veil is lifting. I, well, I think so as well. I, I was watching the, uh, you know, I spent two days live streaming the Fannie Willis evidentiary hearing and, uh, you know, even MSM, I'll call them propagandist hacks of the MSM. They're out there saying, yeah, it's 50 50 that she gets disqualified. And that's in their, protective propagandist perspective they have to now admit it's so patented in your face that it's you know, equally likely that fanny willis gets disqualified from this case people are waking up to the fact that this is it's socially society destructing like even even if you're a blue uh you know i don't know what the word is in 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 american but like you know like a blue to the neck uh, democrat coming out of new york this is going to destroy your economy. It's going to destroy your state. You want to chase away the people who are actually generating revenue, paying the taxes to keep your social systems in order. When they leave, when they get chased out, when the government usurps that and squanders it because government can't do crap the way private enterprise can, you're all going to suffer. New York is going to suffer. The employees of the Trump organizations are going to suffer. 
The, the society as a whole is going to I was thinking of that today. Just like we see a mass exodus out of New York and California, it's going to accelerate now. And I, I noticed Democrats heard about the big trucker protest are refusing now to deliver goods in New York. The, the Democrats are all like, good, screw you. Don't come here. Don't deliver food. Don't deliver energy. And now the truckers are getting more pissed. That they, it's, can't they see that they're destroying themselves? They can't see it because they think you go to the grocery store and things are always going to be on the shelves. They think that because they live in a big city that that is somehow self-sustaining. It's it's wild. And it's not just that it's going to accelerate. We're seeing it now California citizen-wise to Florida. We're seeing it New York to Florida. I, I make a joke. I see more New Yorkers in Florida than I see Floridians. Now you're seeing the corporate exodus from uh, Delaware. When you see activist judges coming in with politically motivated activist decisions, chasing out successful enterprise. I mean, it's going to happen. It's happening everywhere. And what's going to happen? New York's going to be bankrupt. California's going to be bankrupt. Delaware is going to lose whatever corporate incentives it had to attract business in the first place. And lo and behold, when, when, when people are left starving, as they have been historically under socialist regimes, they're going to say, I don't know where it went wrong. We're watching where it's going wrong in real time. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to be left literally saying, why the heck are the shelves empty in New York City? And that's why the federal system is so beautiful. People when they hear me say I'm a federalist, they go, oh, you're for the feds. No, the federalism is the opposite of that, where the federal government's divided between three branches. The states are divided into 50 groups. They're in three branches to create bulkheads so that when a country or, or, or a former um, colony, now a state, gets taken over, people have a chance to leave, and that creates the balance. Imagine if we were Venezuela or someplace where they had full control, they could get away with this, but because they don't, people have a chance to move, so it illustrates it. Well, and people can, people will, and the states, uh, you know, that are, that are rejoicing in the political persecutions are gonna, they're gonna suffer the consequences in the long term. But the bottom line, that, that New York decision, it's a laughable, sick joke. The only question is going to be on appeal. Is there going to be a court that comes in? I'm not sure that I would trust, uh, the New York court of the state court of appeal. I don't know where, where it goes from there. I don't, I don't even trust, trust the Supreme Court because again, they're putting so much pressure on the conservative justices for things that are legal, flying with friends on trips, whatever. Okay. On a scale of one of a hundred, it's like a two. The Democrats are a hundred, but they never get any media coverage. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I just hope the Supreme Court isn't being intimidated. Well, I mean, I, I think they are. When you wake up with people, you know, going to the front lawn of Kavanaugh and, you know, no, nobody cries about it. Um, Saying they're, they're, they're going to kill him. I, it was it was bad. And the outcry was not uh, nearly as proportionate to the uh, to the seriousness as it should have been. But, um, no, the, the courts have to step in. But at the end of the day, also, there will be political hell to pay. Uh, or there should be. There has to be. And and there should be political repercussions. Uh, Stefanik has filed... Um, she's filed a bar complaint, I think, against Leticia James. I think she's filed an ethics complaint. Yeah, that's complaint my next question, but just to digress back, because it's such a big story, they they did have massive death threats to all the conservative Supreme Court justices, and then hundreds, if not thousands, showing up at their houses. Absolutely, there's intimidation, but you've done a great job the time we have left. Where do you want to go? The E. Jean Carroll, a recap of that, how crazy that was. And then, yeah, I, I saw a lot of your coverage. I'm a busy guy. You stole my time. I watched hours of your coverage and boil downs that were so good uh, of, 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 of uh, what's happening with Fannie Willis and just how incredibly revealing this is and the arrogance and the insanity. So which one of those you want to tackle first? Let's, the, the E. Jean Carroll's easy enough. It's another ridiculous decision with ridiculous monetary compensation. $85 million. Also out of New York. 
It's an attempt to bankrupt and just basically take private citizens' assets uh, and reallocate them based on political orientation. And you had E. Jean Carroll, you know, on MSNBC gloating. What are you going to do with Trump's money? Oh, I'm going to take you on a shopping spree, Rachel Maddow. So that's a it's a joke of a decision, especially because, in my humble opinion, E. Jean Carroll is certifiably crazy and the world has seen it. Uh, but this is it's sunlight is the greatest disinfectant. Put these cameras on these trials and everyone will see in real time how preposterous it is. Fannie Willis, it's it's corruption to the core. The only amazing thing is it's been, they've been got they've been getting away with it for so long. They've gotten brazen and complacent in their in their corruption where they just think it's normal. How dare you uh, suggest it's improper to have sexual? Well, that's relations. right. I mean, there's I mean, their hubris is next level, and so that's why Jack Smith and others in the federal trials, but also the state trials, they don't want cameras. That's very telling because when there are cameras, they get destroyed. Uh, oh, do, Alex, I mean, we had 25,000 people watching the Fannie Willis trial live on my channel alone. Robert Gouveia watching The Watcher had 27,000. I mean, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are now witnessing the corruption in real time. By the time. way, that's at and, one time. You had millions of viewers. Oh, yeah, it was, it, it's wild. And then the recaps, I mean, you know, pe people are understanding what's going on. And it is amazing. You know, they, cameras in the courtroom, there's a reason why some courts don't allow it, don't want it. There's a reason why some prosecutors don't want it. Once you see this corruption and once it's exposed to the world, people are going to say, what the hell is going on? My tax dollars are going for this? I mean, I, I'm literally paying. Oh, I was rewatching you like two o'clock. My wife comes in. She goes, hey, the kids are asleep. Let's watch a movie. And I said, no, I'm watching this. She said, I'm sick of politics. She starts watching. Two hours later, we're still watching you. <laughs> <laughs> This was this was as entertaining as like any episode of, of L.A. Law, except it's real yeah. in real time. I don't know that it's going there. But I mean, look, it, it is um, it's wild to see. I, I can't understand how some people are still uh, reluctant to appreciate it and to condemn it, even if they like it, politically speaking. Michael Cohen was on. Um, I think it was MSNBC yesterday. You know, he's he's gloating in this Judge Engeron decision because a corrupt judge looks at Michael Cohen and says, this guy, it's not because he's a perjurer that he's always lying. And so there's vindication. They, oh, yeah, 355 million. Cool. It, I, I'm, I'm good with it because it'll never happen to me. It, anybody who thinks this will never happen to you because of political orientation, you're living in a pipe dream. That's this where I was going. For That's where I was going. Hitler uh, was in World War One, uh, Iron Cross, first class, bad guy, but a uh, war hero. And he would not allow nerve gas to be used because he got hit with German nerve gas twice when it blew back. So in World War II, none of, none of the groups, not the Allies, not the Nazis, didn't use nerve gas because the term blowback comes from World War I when the wind changes and it blows back on you. Okay? So the issue is don't they get blowback? It's already blown back immediately, but they still – but forget the political class not getting blowback. If Democrats were being persecuted by Republicans like this, I, I, I would say give them due process because I don't want to lose mine. Don't they get where chivalry came from? Chivalry doesn't come from being a pussy where we don't attack women and children. We do it because we don't want ours attacked. We know in a war it's a two-way street, dumbasses. It, but, uh, and Alex, it's like it, they don't understand this. Is like you look at a Fannie Willis who's now corruptly prosecuting a Trump Ask yourselves how many um, impoverished, disenfranchised, vulnerable people they've gotten away with doing the exact same thing to. For the party that, that clamors about criminal justice reform, rejoicing in this, rejoicing in abuse of the civil process, this is how it was done, weaponized, used to um, imprison uh, the vulnerable 
throughout history. And if anybody thinks, oh, well, I'm, I'm cool, I'm a Democrat in New York, well, get into a fight with your mayor. Get into a fight with the governor and see how they come after you for tax fraud because you overvalued your house for the purposes of a mortgage that you may have paid off. Oh, it, it, they, they will understand it by the time it's too late. And by the and way, the, I knew uh, this when they were doing it to me, theoretically. Now we know... These test cases on myself and Trump, they are now expanding massively. So they're definitely testing, using us as test cases. Well, for sure. I mean, I didn't even fully appreciate how you were the test case uh, on the one end for the lawfare, for the deplatforming. Like once they got away with it. I didn't you, either. Were... Viva, I didn't understand it either. So, sorry, go ahead. I don't think anybody really appreciated it until they deplatformed the president of the United States of America while he was still sitting. And then fabricate these criminal charges out of January 6th, orchestrate, in my humble opinion, me, you know, let it happen, made it happen, whatever, January 6th, Fed surrection, so that you can fabricate these charges against hundreds, thousands of people, uh, survey these people, uh, surveil, I mean, to say, like, spy on them, track them, use it as a pretext to persecute your political adversaries. They're going to do it at the highest levels, and they're going to do it to everyone underneath. And if you don't understand that, I mean, they, the expression, the revolution eats its own, and, you know, the, the collaborators are just the last ones against the wall. It will happen. And so there better be some blowback to the blowback if people don't understand this. Uh, by the time they really do, it will definitely. No, I totally good. agree. I know you got your own show coming up with Robert Barnes here soon. Thanks for the time. Join me again this week for a full hour with Robert. If you can do it, let's set that up right now. But, but separately, you're a smart guy. What are you predicting comes next? This is definitely backfiring, but they don't seem to care. I, I'm, I'm, I am predicting, and I hope it's not a grotesque optimism. I'm predicting the Eugene Carroll, uh, verdict gets overturned. I mean, the, the evidentiary rules that were violated there, I think, are overwhelming. Sent back for a retrial, maybe. Um, in uh, Angeron, look, it's not just that it needs to get overturned on appeal. Angeron needs to get sanctioned for what he's done. You read that decision, and it reads like uh, a work of fiction written by an activist judge using this like ridiculous language. Uh, and it's just absurd in its conclusions. And motivated reasoning. You knew that that's where the judge wanted to get to and just twists all of the evidence, excludes what he wants to exclude, allows what he wants to allow, summary judgment so that you can get there. It needs to be overturned in order to preserve any semblance of justice and people's faith in the judicial system. And if there's any justice, there will be some sanctions against the judge and Letitia James, if not sanctions, political repercussions. And a snapshot um, but, on Georgia. That's got to be the most ridiculous. I, I am predicting that Fanny and, um, dude, what's the guy's name? Nathan Wade are going to get disqualified. The judge, McAfee, who's been very reasonable, very objective, even if I, you know, I don't like all of his decisions, but I can understand them. I think he's disqualifying the two of them. He'll give it to another DA from another county and leave the political question up to that DA. But the courts have to start getting involved because it, it is a fundamental social fabric question. I was about to say, do if the people, courts get they're being destroyed right now? Like the Justice Department's destroyed itself. And the courts are just burning themselves down while they're laughing. I think the courts are starting to get it. Like, I, if, even if I looked at Canada, some of the COVID lawsuits in Canada, I think the courts are starting to get it. Public opinion is starting to change a little bit so that these judges might be getting a little more social courage to come up with the, the, the right and the righteous decisions. Well, that's right. For people um, that don't know, that's a whole nother deal. You had a big high level court say that Trudeau's basically trying to be a dictator and it was all illegal. In Canada, you got a federal judge saying uh, the invocation of the Emergencies Act was unlawful. You got a provincial judge that ordered, uh, basically declared a lot of these COVID public health orders to have been ultra virus unlawful. So th that political opinion tide is turning a little bit. 
But these judges in America, they have to understand, like, it's it's social fabric level stuff. Nobody trusts politicians. Nobody trusts the Department of Justice. If they can't trust the court system to resolve their matters peacefully, justfully and, and equitably, for lack of a better word, in the court system, it's only a matter of time before the disagreements and the resolution of those disagreements spills into the streets uh, and, and not in a good way. So it, when people lose faith in the justice system, that is uh, that's when societies fall. Viva, I know you got to go get on the horn with my crew tonight. Talk to Bob. I want to get both you guys on for two hour extravagance like we did a month ago. Millions of people watched. Please join me this week. Thousand percent, Alex. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, literally, I watched this guy like 10 hours this week. <laughs> my wife's like, what is, what is this? All of a sudden she's like, well, let's keep watching it. <laughs> he does a great job. Love that guy. Okay, we're going to start the next hour. Huge other news. Show me other topics. But let me end this hour with a couple of the clips that have been seen hundreds of millions of times. Uh, people get it. Here's a clip from the show trials uh, in Connecticut and Texas that blew up in these scumbag faces. Here it is. And you've called this judge a tyrant, correct? Yes. Okay. And you actually use that word a lot with your audience. You call people tyrants, don't you? Only when they act like it. Ah! things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? Well, you mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Guys, these tyrants will fail because they've got to fail, but people are waking up fast. Hour number two straight ahead, Infowars.com forward slash show. If you're watching on X, please share the links from Real Alex Jones and radio stations across the country. We are not going to be stopped, ladies and gentlemen. Please support the broadcast. Spread the word to get great products now. Take action now. T-shirts, books, films, credible supplements, storable food, high-quality water filters, everything. Infowarsstore.com. Infowarsstore.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keeping us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. 
Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. If people somehow put aside the obvious danger to their ability to earn and maybe to their lives of saying what needs to be said, then we greatly outnumber those we are pitted against. They are ferociously powerful, but I would also point out this interesting error. So I call the force that we're up against Goliath, just so I, I remember what the battle is. Goliath made a terrible mistake, and it made it most egregiously during COVID, which is it took all of the competent people, took all of the courageous people, and it shoved them out of the institutions where they were hanging on. And it created, in so doing, the dream team. Created every player you could possibly want on your team to fight some historic battle against a terrible evil. All of those people are now at least somewhat awake. They've now been picked on by the same enemy. And yeah, all right, we're outgunned. It has a tremendous amount of power, but but we've got all of the people who know how to think. So I hate to say it, or maybe I like to say it, but I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I like our odds. But to not appreciate the parts of the puzzle that nobody's expert at, right? You're, they're dealing with complex systems layered upon each other. The ability to disrupt that stuff in a way that it stops functioning such that even the elites who make this happen are not going to like the world that they're going to create. They may not even be able to live in it, right? That's the, the biggest concern I have, right? right. If, if I thought that they were diabolical but knew what they were doing, then my sense is, well, all right, we're in for a bad hundred years, and that's terrible, but that's not extinction, Right. I think we're actually headed for extinction because I think these people have no idea what they're playing with. They do not understand what needs to be preserved in order to keep the world functional enough for them to live in. How is that conversation not taking place? That's what doesn't make sense to me. Well, Is it coming from a place where they never feel like they're ever going to go back to poverty or to any sort of chaotic world that could that we could envision if everything falls apart. They think they'll be protected ultimately because of resources, influence, power. 
of humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. All right, I got a ton of absolutely over-the-top, vital, over-the-target information coming up. We're going to join a bunch of radio stations and TV stations that come back on with us at 6 after. It's 5.03.20. But look, those uh, doctor, performer, professor, Brett Weinstein clips have gone viral from Joe's show and my show. And some people said, oh, he's saying the globalists are incompetent. They're so powerful, they've got a master plan. Yeah, they do. And they've got an evil force, Satan, that is encouraging them. But they themselves are are fools. And they're not all powerful, and evil's not all powerful. And I've talked about this for almost 30 years on air. It'll be 30 years in the middle of April. I don't know the exact date, but I first got on air in 1994 in April. I did stuff a little bit before that, speaking of city councils and things. But it'll be 30 years in April. And I see all these other people saying, oh, there's no way Joe's for real or Tucker or this, you know, because they'd have a perfect pedigree of, you know, 30 years on air like myself or David Icke or somebody. That's just not how it works, folks. We're winning, and we've got to be ready to start winning and turning the tide. And it doesn't mean we're offering some utopia like the left does or some perfect plan. But at least we're not with the New World Order plan to poison everybody and depopulate everybody. So... We are winning. Hearts and minds. We're winning the information war. The globalists, though, still have physical control. And the UN treaty's key. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... We have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation, a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. All right, we're now into hour number two of this live Sunday, February 18th, 2024 transmission. And the only reason we're still on air is because of you. And don't forget that. I appreciate you all and I salute you. And I believe our most important work is still to come, but... Regardless, we put 30 years into this fight, so everything else from here is pure gravy. Because now, I've said a thousand times or more on air, my goal is to become obsolete. My goal is for people to finally get there under attack and start researching the New World Order's battle plans. They've been so arrogant, almost all of it's public. And it's starting to happen. 
It's starting to happen. Now, unfortunately, so much of the plan is already in place. They have passed the event horizon or the point of no return. The system is going to crash. But will it be a controlled crash, a survivable crash, or unsurvivable? I wished I could turn this around, but I can read the Bible. We don't. And it's before the beast wages war against the saints and overcomes them, read Revelation, that then you have a few years of hell and then the greatest revival ever seen comes out of that. So the devil doesn't win when he wins that battle. We're planting the seeds so that when that tyranny comes, it's like sunlight and water to seeds. Then they sprout. But we are the gowlighters. We are the men and women preparing the way. That's what we're appointed to do. We've been appointed for a purpose. And I am just extremely not proud, not invigorated, but satisfied. I've never in my life been so satisfied. Growing up, I was a great-looking guy and strong and smart and had anything I wanted. Hang out with the coolest people, have all the best women, but I wasn't satisfied. And it wasn't until I went under the attack of the New World Order and committed to this war that I had become so satisfied that I don't even feel like I've been alive until 10 years ago. I'm a totally different man. And the reason I tell everybody that is this. All these evil people keep committing acts of evil thinking it's going to satisfy them, and they keep upping the ante, doing worse and worse things, thinking magically somehow they're going to be satisfied. And you're not going to become satisfied until you learn the truth and then stand for the truth and then you are persecuted for the truth. Because I'm not a sadomasochist. I don't like pain. Until now. And for every painful thing that happens, and like Job, I say, God, I believe in you, and I understand you're teaching me, and then as soon as I make that decision, within hours or days, new doors blow open, blast open. It's literally like a video game as you pass each level. And each level I escape further from Satan's control, further from his temptations, further from his grasp, closer to God every day, every minute. And then you look back and you see the evil people serving corruption and how they think they're the winning team and you feel sorry for them because most of them are just deceived. But a small percentage of them have committed the ultimate sin. They have the intellect. They have the spirit. They have the potential in God's plan to serve the master. And they made the decision consciously when God laid out a plan to them and they followed it under free will to do incredible things and empower people. But they look at God and they say, it is better to reign in hell then serve in heaven. 
something's wrong with them. I mean, if you call no in the future and absolutely being satisfied and being incredibly confident and every moment is is just pleasure and everything is so beautiful, it's beautiful, things that are ugly or even uglier. If you call this service, well, give me a lot more of this. Give me a lot more of this. But somehow they got interdicted at a point in their life by the by the devil that they have no idea what we're even talking about. We might as well be talking Martian to these globalists. But I'm not looking to try to convert them. They've they've committed the ultimate sin. They have they have refused the Holy Spirit. It's unbelievable to, that they, they, they've done it. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay, you just refused absolute perfection, absolute eternity, total consciousness. You don't have that, but you are literally in Congress with that. You are interfacing. God is the groom. You are the bride. You are literally being brought into a system of ascension. And just as the blasters, just as the main engines you watch how a rocket takes off, it's moving a few inches a second at first, then a few feet, then a hundred feet a second, then a thousand feet a second, and you watch it take off slow and then I mean you immediately dial into this and it's like the engines I mean the difference between Christ energy and satanic energy is not even a difference that can be described. It's not even in the same universe. It's so pathetic. When you look at this judge in New York, Ingeron, or Latisa James, or V.I. Lennon, or Mao Zedong, you look at these sacks of weakness and you ask, how could they, how could something be this disgusting? They love it. They think it's funny. And so I hope they revel in their time. Because the devil sends the beast with wrath. Because he knows his time is short. My time is not short. I will be grafted into God's consciousness. If I'm successful... And I pray I will be. And I will be eternal. Imagine an eternity cut off from God. Everything we have, God gave us. Everything we are, God made us. And you would deny your father. All right, let, let's let's shift out of the preaching, and let's talk about the news because I've prepared as usual quite a bit for this broadcast. I I come in here usually and prepare for seven eight hours and then cover one tenth of it, and that's okay because it's in all my research of this that I can then understand the enemy's operations and how to counter it. But I'll just say this. I am so sad for all of you that have not chosen God. 
and who are in opposition to God and who are in rebellion to God. He will be broken into a thousand pieces and then broken again and again. And not by God's hand, but by your decision to separate from the eternal consciousness. You have damned yourselves to hell. And I know you think you're going to claw a bunch of children and innocence along with you. But I know in God's great mercy and great perfection that all of your delusional plans will be destroyed. But now let's end the Sunday Bible Hour and move into the news. Tedros, the head of the World Health Organization, an admitted Marxist-Leninist communist who helped the UN kill over a million of his people in Ethiopia, not giving medical aid to them over a decade ago, was promoted because of his willingness to kill his own people. Just like Xi Jinping sat there in the 1960s and watched his sister beaten to death by the Maoist youth brigades in the struggle session and watched his father beaten half to death by the crowd. And he joined in and kicked his father in the face and spit on him when his father had done nothing but own a farm and employ people. Satan saw that and how beautiful it was to his sickening eye and said, you will betray your sister. You will betray your father. You're a man after my own heart. And so now we see the United Nations and their world government pandemic treaty that openly takes control of every major government at the government's invitation. Tedros said a few weeks ago, we don't make you do it, you sign it. We don't control you and lock you in your house and make you take shots. Your governments do. <laughs> and so their treaty, the final version of it published weeks ago, they say they're probably going to write a new one. Whatever they say is a lie. Final version. Well, you know, there'll be 10 more versions or more. And Tedros says, oh, there'll be disease X and disease Y and disease Z. And if you don't sign on to the treaty, I can't protect you. That's called putting a gun to your head. It's called holding you hostage. It's called a global government power grab. And all the actuaries and insurance company and government numbers and government whistleblowers come out and how their people are dying 20 plus million and record cancer and all the disease and everything and the, the infertility. And there's Tedros up there at the World Government Forum, at the World Government Summit. Oh, the New York Times and the Washington Post, they say there's no world government. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a pipe dream. It's a lie. But there they are, 
at their world government summit in Dubai. And Klaus Schwab, in fact, that clip's from Friday. Pull that up, too. Klaus Schwab comes out and says, oh, yes, we're going to take over your bodies now and perfect you with nanotechs and chips in your blood and we're going to have one giant hive mind and everything will be... I mean, just whether it could happen or not, it's all theoretical. This is psychotic, crazy cult stuff with a Dr. Evil German whose grandfather was the third largest defense contractor for Adolf Alois Hitler. And they just sit up there and tell you how they're doing all of this and how great it is. So you better pass our treaty or we can't protect you from the new disease that's coming. What person in their right mind, not knowing the history of biological testing on different countries, including the U.S., or how they cooked it up in a lab, or how the poison shots erase your immune system, and how they create spike proteins from HIV in your body, and you're sitting there watching a guy that murdered over a million of his people under U.N. orders not to give medicine to people that had cholera. Christians he killed to make room for the Muslims. Take a breath of you. And you just sit there and you think, why in the hell would anybody listen to this guy? Well, they're not. The average American still got a movie they're going to go to or a Netflix show they're going to watch or some party they're going to go to because you know what? I'm not going to let the world get in the way of my fun. But you look at those people that spend all their time in entertainment and all their time just having fun. They are the most miserable people on earth. While this globalist wants to own your body, we're just supposed to sit back and say, that's okay. Fannie Willis could persecute the real president of the United States, try to put him in prison for questioning election fraud. She's black, so it's okay. Tedros is black, so it's okay if he kills a million of his own people. It's okay if the U.N. and the Clintons kill millions of Christians in Rwanda because, you know, they're liberals. And I love how, I'm talking about this next segment, when, when I publish on X or Infowars, I think it's 5, 10 million views, just some white man walking down the street and 10 black people run over and beat him to death. And I see the comments from liberals going, why are you promoting racism? If there was video of 10 white people beating a black person to death, I would instantly publish it and instantly say it was wrong. But I can't sit here to all these brutal attacks the leftists promote and the Soros-controlled DAs have let the criminals know there's a green light to rob and kill white people and then say it's okay to have open season on white people. I'm against open season on black people. I care about everybody. I fight against the fact that over half the abortions in this country, with blacks only being 13% of the population, are black people. I fight to not kill black babies because we're all human. And we all are made by God, and I'm against that. But I will not sit here, and I will not watch and see the crime statistics, 20 to 1 black on white crime. Look it up. The Fed tried to suppress it. Because they're advertising, go kill the white people. 
and say that's okay when they kill a bunch of white farmers and the left says they deserve to die in South Africa. And the blacks are going to starve to death. I will not. So, so I told everybody, the more you bully me and the more you tell me not to cover this, the more I will cover it. So you don't get one post a week of racist blacks attacking whites. You get five a day now and keep complaining. You'll get 50. Because the real issue is, why can I find 50 videos a day of racist black people attacking white people, but I can't find one a day of white people? And when it occasionally happens, it's the top story of the country because they all want us killing each other and use your brains, black people, you're smart, and white people, you're smart. When everybody sees this being done to whites and no one's told it's part of a globalist Soros nuclear plan, Whites are going to become anti-black when the vast majority of black people are hardworking, good folks and do not support this. So black and white have to come out and say no war on white people, no knockout games, no Rob Whitey, none of this, which the majority of blacks are for. They're against that. So am I. We have to get past this Soros operation and decry it for what it is. And then we can save the unborn children no matter what color they are. See, a beautiful soul is made by God. So here's Tedros. He's got over a million dead black people under his belt. Look it up. But it's okay because he's black. And here he is now saying he owns all our bodies. They put him in there as a black communist that murdered his own people so they can defend it. Oh, it's racist. You don't want the UN to run your life and take over your body. It's a black man. Yeah, a black man working for the new world order. It has nothing to do with what color Tedros's skin is. Everything to do with the fact that he is a Bill Gates frontman. And I'll say it, our problem is old white men. They're the ones funding all the Hollywood movies, putting down white people. It's all a bunch of old Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab's, Larry Fink, Lord Rothschild. All of these scum think we're stupid. We're all just going to kill each other. And I want that to stop and have us, and us to have unity. But first, black people got to see that Black Lives Matter, funded by Soros's main mission is to end the nuclear black family and make black men cut their testicles off. Look it up. It's in their charter. Their main mission is in the black family. That's your enemy, not me. I'm not trying to abort you. I'm not trying to kill your babies. But I don't want your babies to grow up to be brainwashed. See, if George Soros can't kill your babies, they're going to try to turn them into thugs with gangster rap. Even Ice Cube came out in CIA programming to turn them into thugs so that they can fill up the prisons. And on the side, kill a bunch of white people to turn white people into racists so we're not political on issues, we're just political on race. I've seen the plan, and we're exposing it. And we're going to beat it together. But first off, we got to challenge political correctness, whether it's transgenderism or open borders or white people being told we got to sit there and take a bunch of stuff because of what color we are. I got four children. I've tried to shelter them from the system, and they get told everywhere they're bad because of what color they are. That ain't black people came up with that. Because black people aren't that evil. The globalists came up with that, and we all know it. So we all need to stop singing to the tune and playing along with the Pied Piper of the ADL and the New World Order. The Southern Poverty Law Center and all the rest of that garbage. Here's Tedros saying, I got a gun to your head. More diseases are coming. Let me run your life or I can't protect you. Here he is with a gun to your head. The painful lessons we learned 
are in danger of being forgotten as attention turns to many other crises confronting our world. But if we fail to learn those lessons, we will pay dearly next time. And there will be a next time. History teaches us that the next pandemic is a matter of when, not if. It may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus, or it may be caused by a new pathogen we don't even know about yet, or what we call disease X. There has been a lot of attention on disease X, especially recently. But in fact, it's not a new thing. We first used the term disease X in 2018. It was just the same time I spoke here in this government site uh, summit in 2018. And we used disease X as a placeholder for a disease we don't even know about yet. And it magically showed but up. But for which we can nonetheless prepare. COVID-19 was a disease X. A new pathogen causing a new disease. That you made in the lab, you piece of filth. But there will be another disease X. Mm-hmm. Or a disease Y. Or a disease Z. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next disease X and the next pandemic. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First-time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. 
uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose, I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, Foundational is the right name for that product because I'll, I'll cut down to one. Uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. So I did a two-hour-plus deep dive this week for uh, Stephen Crowder's Mug Club. We're going to air some excerpts this week of it on Satanism. Now, it's all over the news, all the media being openly promoted, cannibalism, Satanism, abortion clinics that say, come here, we're a Satan-run operation. When we kill your baby, it's a ritual. That That's mainstream news. And, 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 And then meanwhile, the media runs around at the same time they're promoting it, saying it doesn't exist. Well, the same thing goes on for slavery. So I'm not going to try to do a history of slavery here for everybody, but slavery's in the Bible. It's in the Koran. It's in every culture. The ancient Mesoamericans had slaves. The In Asia, people were slaves. People were slaves in Europe. The Romans mainly had white slaves out of Europe. Uh, black slavers out of North Africa invaded Spain. And the numbers are shipped more white slaves to, to, to uh, Africa than were ever shipped. In the transatlantic slave trade that started 500 years ago, uh, out of Africa into the Caribbean, into Central and South America, into the U.S. And no one's defending it. None of us were involved in that. They're alive. Black, white, doesn't matter. The idea that you're guilty because you're white, because some white person hundreds of years ago had slaves, is preposterous. And the idea that you're black and some black ancestor did something is just ridiculous. If your dad commits a murder and you weren't part of it, you're not guilty. How the hell is somebody 500 years ago, how are you guilty of that? So, yeah, I can show you video of slave auctions going on all over Africa currently. 
And so I decided to post one of these. Women and children being sold for as cheap as $400 a piece. From Libya in the north all the way down to Central Africa and the Congo. And the, the Christian areas of Africa do not allow slavery. It's a fact. The Muslim areas and the animus areas, they worship animals, they have it. So there are tens of millions of slaves in Africa right now. I have all the numbers right here. So I posted a video on X yesterday that's got millions and millions and millions of views of reportedly an auction where they kidnap one tribe of people and sell them to the next tribe. Usually it's Christians they capture. And they have them in bags as a presentation of the women to have kids around the house who'll do work for them and work in the fields and do all the rest of it. And people said, oh, no, there's no slavery in Africa. Then I saw comments by prominent people on X saying, white people invented slavery. The most continual institution in human populations since recorded history 7,000 years ago slavery. Okay? So everybody did it. None of us are guilty for it. Those people are all long dead. But the point is, is that they're trying to create this guilt to create this division and act like modern white people have something to do with what happened in the past. By the way, you can look this up. About 220 years ago, the abolition movement had started really 300 years ago in England. But about 220 years ago, they got control of the parliament. And England, you could say use it as an excuse, but... They banned slavery in the entire areas they controlled. They went to war with eight different countries over the next 30 years to try to end slavery. So if you want to give credit to anybody, England and the British Empire is who did it. But it's still going on in the Middle East. It's still going on in Africa. It's still going on in some areas of the Pacific. So I want to roll some of this video Slavery is still practiced across large areas of Africa, but because it's black-on-black slavery, the Western media will not cover it. And just like Western women love packaging and presentation, it's key to marketing. Watch the children being advertised like the women are shopping at a purse store or something, and there's like the gender reveal. But, oh, what's in this little bag? What's in that bag? Some of these kids are as young as three years old being sold. And it's terrible, but these are the lucky ones because they're going to – be, be put out there as field hands and seriously beaten or killed. They don't work. Many of the people being sold end up in sex slavery and organ harvesting or in lithium or, 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 or different mines for, for electric vehicle batteries. And we can show you kids as young as five working 18 hours a day, bare feet in toxic sludge mining chemicals. And, and you bet the globalists are involved. You bet old white men are making the money. But my point is, why don't you hear about that from Black Lives Matter? Because you're not supposed to talk about that, folks. Skip this break coming up. So let's play for TV viewers. You'll be able to see Africans, so most of you won't be able to pick up the language, whether it's Congonese or whatever it is. Uh, but uh, here it is. I 
All right, the point is it goes on and on and on from there. So let's let's read what Professor Thomas Sowell said. Anybody can look this up. This is not an opinion, it's fact. More whites were brought as slaves to North Africa than blacks brought as slaves to the United States or to the 13 colonies from which it was formed. White slaves were still being bought and sold in the Ottoman Empire decades after blacks were freed in the United States in the 1860s. Anybody can look that up. Here's another for the professor. Blacks were not enslaved because they were black, but because they were available. Slavery has existed in the world for thousands of years. Whites enslaved other whites in Europe for centuries before the first black was brought to the Western Hemisphere. Asians enslaved Europeans. Asians enslaved other Asians. Africans enslaved other Africans. And indeed, even today in North Africa, blacks continue to enslave blacks. And the, the, the Romans at some point had top generals that were black. They didn't give a damn what color you were as long as you came up through their system. Now, do you hear Germans today complaining about Italians because their ancestors were enslaved? They're trying to make you have a chip on your shoulder so they can control you and promise you these reparations like free health care or forgiveness of student loans. You're never going to get it without a bunch of strings attached. So here's some headlines. Inside the smuggler's warehouse, Africa's 21st century slave trades. Irish Times. Inside the modern slave trade, trapping African migrants, Time Magazine. Slave markets found on Instagram and other apps, white and black slaves. People for sale where lives are auctioned for $400, CNN. Migrants from West Africa being sold in Libyan slave markets, The Guardian. Okay, so we're not making this up, and we're not lessening peoples whose ancestors 180 years ago were slaves, for God's sakes. The point is, is that it came out 20 years ago that Halliburton was setting up slave camps in Middle Eastern countries for making bricks, for you name it, and was shipping in African and Asian slaves. So this is so, here they are burning black slaves. If you're watching us on TV, no media coverage, a few blurbs about it. So this is going on. What about the illegal aliens they bring in? They call migrants. And they even admit the New York Times, hundreds of thousands work in tire factories and cereal factories late at night, no, hardly any food, 18 hours a day. But they're brown slaves, so it's okay. No, we should stand up for everybody because if they can do something bad to them, they can do it to you, folks. It's the giant sucking sound Ross Perot talked about in 1993 in those debates with Al Gore. He said, listen, hey, listen, Al, this five years ago, Canada... Normalized trade with us, their average factory worker was paid $35 an hour. Five years later, they're paid $20 an hour at our level. We open up to Mexico, they're paid $2 an hour. We'll drop to five. 
And it happened. By lowering our standards, we don't raise them up. We lower and crush them. Feds expand probe to migrant child labor in slaughterhouses across the U.S. So that's why I talk about this is because people get so upset. If I show some group of racist black people beat some little white kid to death, and they go, why are you being racist? Why create division? No, I'm calling out the media and the culture saying that's okay as 20 to 1. And I want to have the culture decry that so it's not cool and okay. And not because 10,000, 20,000 white people being murdered a year by black people is going to end the civilization. It's the globalists know that's getting out, and that is meant to create massive division. I want to ideologically get people to wake up and say no to all of this. I don't want a race war, but one is being set up. On mainstream media, they keep all the old folks asleep, say everything's fine, nothing's happening, but they then allow it out on the web for people to see what's really going on. So Rob Aguero's one of our great producers, brought me an article and I'm glad he brought me the zerohedge.com article because I was familiar with this and saw this a few days ago. They're going after this Harvard professor who spoke at UT last week. And he found that there is no racial bias in police shootings. And look, you can argue that, but the truth is you are twice as likely to be shot by police per capita. There are more white people than black people in America. It's not you're twice as likely because there's more white people. You are twice as likely to be shot as a white person per capita, meaning person to person, for every black, every white, because the police go to your house to the call. They do their job. They slow roll to the black neighborhoods and don't respond because they're afraid of going to jail if, if they hurt somebody or shoot somebody. And so now the black neighborhoods are war zones, and most of the victims of the crime are black. And I don't want to see blacks killing each other. I don't want to see them being destroyed. But that's the plan. If Black Lives Matter can't destroy your nuclear family or can't chop your testicles off, the number one mission is that, in the black nuclear family, cut black men's testicles off. I mean, it's official. I think I'm joking. I'm not joking. Well, think about how they're scapegoating black people again, just like with gangster rap. They admit the CIA funded Ice Cube's on record now. I already told you this decades ago because I have the sources. Yeah, we've got a black thug problem. We've got a white thug problem. We've got lots of thugs. we got an MS-13 thug problem. But the point is, this is all being done by design. And... The police aren't perfect by any means. The globals get control of our government. The police will be our biggest enemy. I'm not saying the police are perfect. I'm simply stating the facts that they get one George Floyd case that that looks wrong, and they use that to change everything in America and and have this huge flip out, and the Democrats run on that while they're devaluing all of our currencies. They're flooding our borders against all of us. They're fentanyl's killing black, white, old, young, Hispanic, gay, straight. The New World Order gave everybody poison shots. The New World Order didn't care what color you are. So they want us all fighting with each other with balkanization, divide and conquer, 
while they do this. And, and, and I want to stop it. But Rob, you brought up this Harvard professor says all hell broke loose when a study revealed no racial bias in police shootings. This is Zero Hedge article. Ben Weiss of the Free Press sat down with Harvard economics professor Robert the University of Texas in Austin last week to discuss what it means to pursue the truth. Fryer, a highly respected economist, told Weiss about the intense blowback he was dealt to him after he published a study in 2016 showing there was no racial differences in officer-involved shootings. But that was before the police defunding and George Floyd. Now it's two-to-one whites getting killed by cops. And most of the time they deserve it, folks. Cops aren't perfect, but... You know, you're, there's a home dispute, domestic thing. Guy runs out with a gun, cops shoot him. That's almost, most of it is domestic disturbances. People are emotional. Cops will tell you they hate going to domestic disputes. Those are the most dangerous. I don't want their job. Hell, I mean, they keep saying it's all these white cops. Most of the cities, half the people or more aren't even white. The study found the police were over two times more likely to use physical force such as manhandling or beating against black or Hispanic individuals compared to people from other races. On the other hand, the findings also revealed the police were 23.8 times less included to use firearms against black individuals and 8.5 times less inclined to do so against Hispanic individuals. So they'll use their hands on black people, but they won't pull their guns. And this is 2016 data. The new data is out. Twice as likely of your white to be shot by the cops. And you saw this crazy cop in Florida run up and just shoot a suspect in handcuffs. They're hiring a lot of kooks, folks. The police aren't perfect. Don't get me wrong. Rob Agueros, I want to get your take on this situation and overall what I've been covering here. Yes, sir. You said it perfectly. It's a divide and conquer um, technique. And if you think about what they've been doing since the 1960s, all they've been doing is continue to segregate everybody. Even though we are all one human race, no matter your color, no one cares what color eye you have or how long, how tall you really are. All these things are very, very minuscule in the actual spiritual war that we're in. So when you bring that all the way back to, you know, current times and any Democrat city you go to, it's still segregated. You can go to the east side where the black people are. You can go to the south side where the Hispanics are and the whites are in the north side. So as time has gone by, as, as those stats show that the cops and the the mind control that has been set on the masses has been hurted, hurting everybody to attack the white person. Those stats even show it that they they they're this whole white man bad cops are bad have has made the police be less uh, likely to shoot a black person or a person of color just because of the the backlash they're gonna get. This is not this is not a healthy relationship that we have, and it's only gonna lead to one race being exterminated and and it's going to be by another race now so now it's not going to get any backlash like they were the ones who are doing this and no, i totally agree but bottom line I, I said this 20 years ago the globalists are depopulating they're starting it now they've gone from testing to operational they want to get white people on board with this i mean that's what's going on they, they want to get white people so attacked so manipulated so angry they go along with this so i'm literally trying to stop this rob I agree. And I mean, me being on the other end of a color spectrum of you is that we have the same shared experience with that. No one wants to see anybody die because of the color of their skin. And no one wants to see these unelected bureaucrats making all these decisions who are push, 
who are forcing and pushing these these agendas on the younger people. Exactly. I'm sick of them pulling the strings, people. And no one can see they're it. They're the enemy. Reason. They're the enemy. And they're unelected, and we can't do anything about it other than get up here and rant till we're blue in the face. And, and the only way they can win listen. is us killing each other. Exactly. And that's what they're, if they can't get us with the vaccines, with GMOs, with fluoride in the water, they're going to pin us against each other. And then we're going to have this fake race war that we've been fighting since 2020, since 2016, honestly, uh, in the mainstream, just because of uh, black versus white. Just, well, the good news sense. is there's black professors. I don't care what color he is. This guy had to have a lot of courage. You know, they go after his funding. They're trying to get him fired. He's just, he's just stating the facts here. Absolutely. And that's, that's what's going to give them the biggest wake up to the wake up call is the facts. Like if we kill them with facts politically, then they have no, no ground to stand on. And Rob, that's the good news. We've got upwards of 40% of blacks are saying they're going to vote Trump upwards of 50% Hispanics. The good news is, and the Democrats are panicking. They admitted this in the news in the Houston Chronicle last week. They're panicking. They thought blacks and Hispanics were dumb. Guess what? They're not. No, no, they're not at all. And, I think at the end of the day, this whole migration replacement is going to end up biting them in the ass because these people aren't going to want to live in the same place that they left. They're not going to want to go through the same uh, communism, socialism, be having to go be like Venezuela and go to the trash for their food. No one's going to want that, especially after they get a taste of the American culture. That's why they got to end America. Not that it's perfect. It's the best house in a bad neighborhood. Rob, any other key points you want to add? No, there's just the fact that, I mean, everybody here at InfoWars and all we want is the best for everybody. And there's no, there's not a race war. It's just something that they perceive for us to believe. Well, I'm a human supremacist. I want us to dominate the robots, the AI, all of it. I'm a pro-human guy. Absolutely. Same here. Love you, Rob. Thank you. Love you too, boss. All right, we're out of time. The great Owen Troyer takes over in like five minutes. But I, I wanted to hit this because my phone blew up for three days. I, I got so many emails, calls. Oh my God, you're right. Cheerios and Quaker Oats sterilizes you and makes, turns boys into girls. It's all right here, folks. It's another one of these herbicides. And they've got herbicides that don't do this. But they've chosen herbicides that do this on purpose, by design. 80% of Americans test positive for chemical found in Cheerios. Quaker Oats that may cause infertility, delayed puberty study, and bend your gender. Oh, black people and white people and Hispanics and Asians are all eating Cheerios. Damn it, I got Cheerios in my cabinet. And they put a chemical in it that literally shrivels your dick and makes women go into puberty earlier. So your seven-year-old is already having, I mean, th 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 this is sick, folks. This is so sick. And I'm going to be covering this in great detail tomorrow. Chloroquine, what you need to know about this problematic pesticide. You know, almost all of you out there are not gluten intolerant. In the late 90s, they started allowing, the FDA did, and the EPA, adding glyphosate, spraying wheat when it came into season. A week or two before harvesting, fungus tends to eat the wheat. So they said, well, now it's not just on soybeans or corn when they're planting the corn to kill any weeds around it. It just goes to the water table. We drink it in the water and it kills us. No, now we're going to spray it right on the food right before it's harvested. 
and then you eat it, and then it causes cancer, all these health problems. Well, it's the same thing with this chemical, and they know exactly what they're doing with it. So I'm going to cover this big time. But here's the molecular makeup of Chlormaquat. They spray this on the food. It stunts the growth. It, it ages the, the um, oats and other 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 plants that they do it to. And then it's full of it when you eat it. Hey, if something stunts a plant's growth, it makes it age faster. But it makes it create more 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 of 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 what you eat from the plant. What do you think that does? They know all this, and they're laughing at us. What does black have to do or white with them putting this in our damn Cheerios? Stop it! 5G hurts everybody. GMO hurts everybody. Chlormaquat hurts everybody. Glyphosate hurts everybody. Devalued currency hurts everybody. But at the same time, we got to stand up against all this anti-white crap and people got to learn because if you won't stand up against that, you won't stand up against nothing and say, leave me alone. You're being manipulated by George Soros and the ADL and leave me alone or join me right now to save humanity. Now, listen, we're under major globalist attack with your support. Plus, we have incredible products. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, the strongest humanoid. It's so good. Get bodies. Get Turbo Force. 10 hour clean energy. Get bodies. Get Turbo Force. Get Nitric Boost. They're all discounted. 40% off. Those cells are about to end. These are very special products that are like any others. These are the very best ingredients you're going to find. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. A signed or unsigned as a fundraiser. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the next great renaissance. That's my mission, prosperity and freedom and, and everything for everybody. All right, great job to the crew. Owen Schroyer, the cup destroyer, set to take over for the next two hours, Sunday night live. Straight ahead, are you sharing the links? Because you are the power. You're not the tail, you're the dog. I'll see you at Real Ox Jones on X. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Bodies Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Last year we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. 
Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. 